think we're going live now. Inshallah. Okay, Bismillah rahim We're gonna keep try and keep it in in English, please. Let's just uh talk to early evening in Western Europe and America. So if you could be kind enough to change your names into your country names, I'd be it'd be easier for me to pick out who I'm supposed to talk to. Let's just start with the lady and then we go to them. And uh, one more condition, please. Whoever has spoken uh, in the last sessions, two sessions, maybe, let's just give other people chance a chance. Okay, Bill. Let's go to India first, because uh, that's the only person who's put her name in there. G Fazia, assalamu alaikum. डिफरेंगे साइंस का मुतजल्ला से क्या ताल्लुक है मुतजल्ला वॉज मुतजल्ला वॉज नॉट साइंस ड्रिवन और नोट आर वी साइंस ड्रिवन बाई दी कॉमनलिटी बिटवीन अस इन मुतजल्ला वी आर ट्राइंग टू फाइंड इंटरप्रेट एक्चुअल रिटन साइंस इन द कुरान वेयर अल्लाह लिटरल वर्सेज to ponder upon and we're not talking about any philosophy which is around the quran but sallallahu was trying to write down philosophy around the very doctrine of islam okay and uh, we're not doing anything like this we are actually trying to progress the mindset of the current day muslim who has a belief set who has uh, a very crisp belief um and the aqida that uh, you know classical islam actually has to offer they're not changing any any uh, belief system uh, or any concept around a belief system we already have a great like you know standard set of belief system and we are not tapping into our belief systems we are actually trying to explore and guide the current science uh so that's what we're trying to do we're not trying to change any belief system that we our people have of muslims have okay i hope uh, it's uh, clear i hope uh, you know i've answered your question there's nothing we are not trying to change the philosophy of uh, the current uh, doctrine of islam 
Gee, let's just uh, go into uh, Hold on. I'm only going to pick out people who have, you know, put their names, country names in their, in their handles. So USA, Uma. Uh -huh. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi. Am I clear and loud enough? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm, you your, I'm your EI student, Edwell. I thought not to speak here, by the way, first, because I overspeak there. But I do have a very relevant questions because I teach uh, teenagers at local masjid at Sunday school. So I want to know your opinion about uh, LGBTQ, SIA, whatever you know it is, and pronouns. So how would you teach a youngster here in West about LGBT? What should they do at their schools? What should their approach be? It's called uh, biology. Teach them biology and teach them classical biology. And they are being taught biology. Teach them what biology is, how it manifests itself in human beings, uh, and not just human beings, all, you know, phylum animalia, and then they'll figure it out, don't worry. Teach them biology uh, from, from, you know, ground up, and they'll figure out how these people are trying to twist and actually, you know, refute the very basic concepts of biology. So that would be your only argument in America or wherever. LGBT or well, gender, gender pronouns or enforcing certain terminologies, which is against biology, is just senseless. Okay. Yeah. That's what so yeah, got it. And how I also teach them political science later on, okay? Yeah, I then, do. Then that's where I want to go and take you, please, because right now Muslims are not actively involved. I mean, they are, but but youngsters are going to be more because they are born here. So what would they be doing at school if their school is pro-LGBT? Should they be reaching They'll be arguing. No, they, they, should be, they should be reaching everybody. If they're old enough, uh, you know, they, 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 they should be holding their own clusters and making arguments, holding mm -hmm. debates logical debates that's what they're supposed to do that's what every human being is supposed to do okay yeah. this is uh this is and la last thing please like pronouns if we have to apply for a job here <laughs> you know it very well like we have to provide pronouns so <clears throat> what to do regarding that well till you change the general opinion you keep debating it until until you change the general opinion the public opinion and try and make some inroads and keep filing petitions around this and argue in and outside, you know, uh, courtrooms and uh, university campuses. You got to do what you got to do. This is this is not something which is um, our kids can practically, you know, bisect or go around. But, you know, they, they have to be uh, clear, logical and loud enough. That's what my, yeah, my advice to all kids is. Got it. So would you prefer giving pronouns if you are applying yourself somewhere abroad or you you just uh, opt out to give pronouns personally? For whom? For, for, whom? for, for yourself or for my kids here, for me, I mean, if we are applying abroad and we are asked specifically to give pronouns and uh, should we should we say that we don't want to give pronouns? Is it the right approach? I have absolutely no idea what you mean by that. What do you mean? I have to yeah, give my yeah. own pronoun? 
yeah he she they them i don't know how many are there you know uh there are so many pronouns yeah no if i have to give a pronoun i'll tell them it's a it's it's a two-letter word it's called h-e-he -he for me okay it's a very simple pronoun okay yeah so if, uh, if we mm -hmm. I'm I'm asking because see if we deny giving then we deny a whole idea of pronouns. I mean, there's a set of. I don't know what you mean by deny giving. I don't know. I I seriously am not catching your drift here about who's yeah. giving pronoun. Um, you know, it's already there. This is the oldest pronoun in the in the in the world. He, okay, and she. Yeah, got it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It made things clear for me. Jazakallah khair. Assalamualaikum. Yeah. Biology. Let's go. Go to biology. Kids should go to biology. <clears throat> yeah, we're purposely keeping that this session in English. This is for overseas Muslims only. Overseas Pakistanis to be, in, you know, particular. But uh, uh, I am not going to be able to speak Urdu much here in this session. This is. I have been under a lot of criticism from overseas Muslims that if you're calling in an overseas session, then please do not make it hard for us to understand those sessions because most of my sessions are in Urdu and uh, it's been quite a loud demand from overseas Pakistanis that I should be doing sessions specifically for them and I should be because in Ramadan I might not be able to get the time. Uh, but if, you know, since uh, they are, this message is directed to them, I want to make it easy and keep it in English. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, clubhouse session last night was not for overseas Muslims. It was for IMS team leaders. Clubhouse session would be for IMS team leaders for in, in the next few weeks. Keep uh, I'm going to keep doing that in Urdu so that most of my team leaders can get it. 68% of my team leaders are from Pakistan. So I can't just start IMS sessions in uh, uh, English, even though there will be a, a very clear stream of my content in IMS, very clear, maybe even more than 50%, which is going to be English only. But uh, my team leader session is going to be Nurtu. Okay. Gee, I know. Assalamualaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, my question is with reference to Surah Zumar. Uh, when we sleep, our soul leaves our body. So can this be attributed as astral projection? And if yes, then what is the significance of dreams in this context? Yeah, I'm going to tell you the way I look at it. Allah will use the word death in there, in Surah Zumar. You need to understand. Okay. Now, that can be attributed to, you know, transcending two dimensions, can be. But astral projection or not, uh, traveling through dimensions, it is actually keeping you in the same dimension, even though you can get a view. Like, you know, a lot of, uh, um, I don't know what kind of detail I should give you. I don't want to put weird ideas in kids' heads, especially who are already in DMT and psychedelic drugs and all that and whatnot. So uh, I think, and I'm going to be very quick, so if people don't understand it, it's not going to be much of a loss. I think astral projection, which I do believe at a lot of levels, uh, are through uh, sound, not through anything else. 
So I'm not going to go in details with that right now. I think, and I believe sound is the source of travel through these sort of realms. Okay. Let's not go into detail right now. And I'm okay. I hope okay. I, and there is absolutely no sound in sleep. As soon as you're going to get through sound, you're going to break the sleep. Okay. That's how we break people's sleep. We make a sound, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't really go hand in hand, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I hope you got you got the message. I hope you yeah. know. I got the gist yeah. of it. Thank you. Plus, as to, but not just, okay, let me just give you a little more detail. Uh, in sleep, uh, there's a part of our body, uh, our, our being, which is the soul, that actually transcends and soul, soars through whatever it soars through. In astral projection, it's not soul. It's not just the soul, okay? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, I can keep give, uh, quoting a lot of things from the Quran and uh, these and a lot of other uh, literature. But, you know, your question is specific, so I'm going to keep it specific. Otherwise, this whole session is going to, you know, tangent out of uh, uh, the core and because it's, it's a very interesting topic and a lot of people want to talk about this a lot. So I'm not going to go in detail, okay? However, food for thought, the savuf, is, uh, is a realm through which you can understand a lot of things like this in in a matter of and under the umbrella of science okay? okay and ims is not going to project this sort this subject matter just fyi to everybody g okay rehab that's your name rehab <laughs> assalamualaikum Okay. Sadia. Sadia. I need some boys to talk to. Hello. Yes, I'm Hello. Hello, Assalamualaikum. Uh, this is Rehab. Uh, I'm uh, Audible. Yes, ma'am, you are. Okay. Jahab, okay. So you, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Actually, I was driving while I heard you calling my name. I'm sorry. So I'm from Dallas, Texas. Please go on. Uh, so, uh, my, yeah. So, quick question. So, basically, like I am already a part of ICNA. It's an organization which is huge, subhanAllah. And we have a platform here by the name of Y Islam. And I'm planning to work for them. Basically, that is where uh, we actually talk to the non Muslims. We give dawah. And uh, for that, we have to be like really well equipped. So um, my question was that uh, when you were talking about, uh, you know, we being um, taught by your SMEs, like your subject matter experts, would they be able to give us such extensive knowledge and understanding of our Quranic ayahs in uh, relation with, um, you know, the domains or any specific domain if I choose? Would that be that extensive and logical in order to, you know, convince these people because they're all about logic? There's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. But uh, it's not going to be uh, yeah. coming directly from them. We're going to be mixing a lot of uh, categories together before we make the content. So, you know, those SMEs are not going to be, you're not going to be hearing from them. You're going to be hearing from uh, my core team, 
most probably in the first few months, just me, okay. so that I can actually channel it through the Quran. Their job would be to get their subject matter to the creative okay. team. My job would be to get that subject matter translated through the lens of the Quran. Okay. Absolutely. You see where I'm and coming this from? is exactly yeah. what makes you yeah, this is exactly what makes you live different from the others. Because I'm already enrolled in the program which helps I mean already in Fahmul Quran programs, already doing seed and everything. But my interest was when I heard you, I mean that was uh, that was different because when you talk about logic, when you talk about connecting Quranic ayahs with with uh, geology, science. I mean, it's huge. It's different. It's logical. Well, I hope uh, uh, you communicate the same. Uh, uh, I hope you are communicating in the grammar of your audience. Okay, so just because you find it logical, you might not find other people thinking on the same lines. You gotta, you know. Uh, uh, make sure you're in sync with the way people are thinking and the way they actually look at things. Just because it's logical for you, uh, you should understand and check your biases as well. Because right? okay. we're Muslims, we're naturally going to be assuming that, oh, you know what, in the Quran is logical. That's not how it works with non-Muslims, okay? True. Yeah. And uh, just because he's a Christian doesn't mean that he thinks Bible is logical, okay? They have a very good way of looking at the belief system of Bible, they don't really look at it from a logical point of view. They just look at it from a very, you know, um, emotional point of view. So if you're putting yeah, logic but, in. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But, my, uh, you know, the question is basically, Sahilbhai, the problem is like, you know, these people, they are not into the religion. They are not, they are not into yeah. Bible at all. They are just yeah, I'm just saying that's exactly what I was yeah. They don't know their Bible. They don't know anything. They just trust the logic. I mean, if um, they're fine with that. Otherwise, they'll just deny it. You know, they are stubborn. Well, uh, okay. I can say the same about Muslims. Won't you agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. 200%. Okay. okay. So we got to work on Muslims. Uh, in understanding and reinterpreting their own uh, worldview about Islam, literally, you know, so that they can uh, mellow yeah, it down right. a little, just be a little open and uh, be soft. Muslims are uh, pretty uh, rigid, uh, and uh, what the word would be, uh, uh, yeah, rigid is the word, they're pretty rigid. Yeah, in, yeah, in, in 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 trying to understand uh, how how other people how to actually you know accept that there's a difference between two different people in two different religions, and they are actually exerting and uh, asserting a lot of things which is not Islam. Okay, we gotta we gotta bring them in to the heart, and then do the mind surgery. Okay, make sure you don't miss out the heart when you're putting in logic on the table. Okay. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank Make you sure so you much. understand Christians are a very soft community, okay? And that's their strength. And that's a strength that you might want to channel and harness it in and bringing them into, uh, you know, a, a, a healthy and a very uh, well-formed debate.
Uh, and uh, that's something which I would do, I, I have done. Uh, and the more Christian they are, the softer they will be. Okay? You need to understand that. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They'll be closer to the religion. Their hearts are pure comparatively. No, that's not the right word. See, pure, purity is I mean, something uh, else, which of course, I'm sure they're softer. They're soft people. They're they're, uh, yeah. they're emotionally yeah they're emotionally uh, intact. Okay. They're more channel I mean. Uh, well, I missed out on what are you saying, but I, you you get the the message, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and tomorrow is the right time uh, because I wanted to follow something like that. Anything which would uh, help me understand and then further uh, give the, you know, um, make people understand and realize that this is the right religion and this is what um, we are meant to meant to do, actually. Yeah, since you already are uh, carrying this mission, uh, I, I suggest you become a, a bigger part of IMS and try and practice uh, communicating the concepts which are new even to Muslims, which we're trying to present, okay? That'll be great, and I would love to do that, subhanAllah. Thank you so much. Jazakumullah. Thank you, thank you. Wakas, Vancouver, Wakas. I just assume you, you know, I just pray, I'm praying you from Vancouver. Go on, I didn't write it. You, Wakas. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, you've talked a lot about talking to people in the grammar that they understand. How would one effectively figure out the grammar the other person wants to be communicated in? Yeah, that's the best question of the day, isn't it? Let me just uh, reiterate how to look at grammar. Grammar is looked into through. Uh, uh the lingo fear and fascination okay understand the lingo the actual orchestra of how they incorporate the expression uh of whenever they're showing fear or showing fascination uh and fascination you can actually check through the way they actually uh you know making that certain element of the pop culture viral in their own realms you'll find out you know this is what's going on with them and you actually look at and surgically study, which is not a rocket science. You can actually see, you know, what's going on with these people and what kind of content is being or is currently viral, and they actually relate to it. That's your window in. That's 50%, like a little less than 50% of the, your grammar right there. And then, I'll let me give you an example. Uh, when I uh, look at the statistics of social media, of uh, most of the content that's flying around there, which I do very keenly, that's part of our uh, command and control center. So we look at into concepts which are more viral. So if in, in Pakistan, you look into that element and you see that the kind of content that goes viral in Pakistan or Desistan is of a certain nature. And uh, if you look at uh, any viral content in North America, you'll find out that, you know what, that's a totally different ballgame they're playing. Their brains are in a totally different place. Okay. Give an example of, because of what's going on in North America, which is the most uh, popular uh, subject matter over the internet in uh, 
age groups which you and I are, you know, uh, referring to right now. Uh, a little over 18, a little less than 18 maybe, and close to 45. Between this zone, that's your target audience, right? Those are the decision makers of tomorrow. So you need to see, and those are the people who are most in number. So statistics are backing you up here. So if you're not analyzing this, then you're, you're you know, you've lost the game before even you, you know, came into the park. You, you see where I'm coming from? Lucas, you with me here? Because uh, you gotta play with me. I, I I think you're on mute and, and I've lost you in my list. My Zoom list is so fluid, it keeps flowing around. I cannot find a person uh in the same spot or wherever uh two seconds after I, I unmute you. So so okay, let me just give you the rest of the half, which is the fear. Fear is about how uh, most vulnerability plays out. That is the fear of uh, you know looking stupid, looking uh, dumb, uh, fear of not going as close as you can to the absolute truth, which you call the truth. That's why you keep using this word, and everybody does keep keep keeps using this word logic, which means you know he's representing the truth. Nobody wants to look dumb when they uh, you know when they're in a debate or when they actually argue, and that's your primal fear, which is what you're going to address because. You're going to use these terminologies very clearly, and uh, you need to understand how to convince anyone uh, as long as you're talking about how you're representing the truth and you're trying to hit the same target all the time. And that's where uh, they're going to be uh, arguing anyway. So they're going to do this job for you. So fear and fascination going towards as close as you can to the truth most of the time you're representing it so you got to be really well read you have to be uh, you know practicing your arguments really well uh, and do a lot of homework from because you don't want to be surprised or ambushed uh, by a very shallow argument which, which seemingly is going to be new to you and you have not really understood the 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 weight which is inside those loaded arguments which they don't even come up with they're just reproducing it because they heard it on some in in some video somewhere and that's you know they couldn't even decipher and now they're actually throwing it at you as a rebuttal and if you cannot argue against that then you're not the right person to argue okay you don't want to if you're getting surprised too many times uh from their arguments or whatever they're arguing then you you're you're the wrong person in that in that room okay and that's the rest of the part of the grammar so these two windows these two elements fear and fascination you gotta make sure you combine them and you really uh don't you know go farther from from this tunnel where these two elements are flowing okay i hope uh i made it as clear as i possibly can i, I had to use some generic terminology so that everybody can get the meaning okay because same kind of fear is going to be prevalent everywhere, but same kind of fascination is not going to be in England, which is in America right now, not going to be in, in Pakistan, not at all in Pakistan, which is going to be in, uh, actually when you are debating uh, or uh, you know talking to people in groups in Pakistan, most of them are not even going to understand the angle which you're coming from. And they're going to actually try to pull you down and try and talk a lot more emotional than rational 
and they are going to do a lot better in getting convinced, even though you're not even going to be uh, playing that rationale card so many times. So you need to understand which audience you're talking to, and everybody has this, every audience has its own grammar, and within that audience you have layers, and the top layer is going to have a globally uniform grammar, and the lower layer is going to have a very local grammar, okay? Even in, in the lowest layers in India and Pakistan differ, okay? So you got to understand, you know, who you're talking to, and uh, you got to make a very clear archetype in your mind when you're trying to talk to uh, a camera, okay? Because you, you really need to know who you're targeting, and uh, that's the kind of fascination you're going to use, and uh, reduce their fear. Okay, it's a good question. It's an amazing question, actually. Okay, this is something that you have to orchestrate your your whole literature, your 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 own argumentation, and your case. Hmm. Let me just go to Rajab, England. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Sir, am I audible? Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, my question was regarding uh, confusions you get on information based on uh, when searching about uh, what's happening around the world. Each uh, media outlet presents their case uh, biasedly. So, how do you judge? Uh, well, between those biased views to get to the correct information? Well, uh, you can't. You, I mean, there's no way to decipher, you know, or whatever they're trying to edit out. However, you can uh, look at the contemporary critical analysis of the same events and same sort of... Uh, you know, same points of view and see, you know, what is the other side saying? And that's what you have to do. And that's your basic research. Uh, however, still, I won't trust the media just because, you know, I got a lot of people who are telling me something which is different about the same event, right? So uh, let's just assume that uh, something is coming out of America, whatever's going on or whatever their, you know, foreign policy is making them do. There's no way to actually look at uh, that kind of critical analysis of this sort of an event, because not much can be said, which is going, even if it is being said somewhere, you're not gonna have access to it because it's not gonna come on the media anyway. So you gotta really know where to look at and uh, who to listen to when you need to, to create a challenge in your own mind around the news, which is flying around all the time. So I, I I would rather uh, read more than, you know, look at videos uh, and try and see, you know, uh, a lot more, uh, you know, I read a lot more content about the same situation so that I can get a better perspective. And uh, that's all I can do right now. And this is the time where you really can't decipher a lot of things. Uh, and it takes a lot more years now to generate that wisdom of, you know, the hindsight, um, which was not 
before, not the case before, you know, but we do get that. So once you have that sort of wisdom, you can do the math. Uh, let me give you an example here. In Pakistan media channels, whenever there's a single news being played all, all over the channels, my mind naturally goes into a question which is a pattern coming from the pattern of this media that something which is going on, which is at a government level, at a national level, uh, which has to be kept secret. And I need to do the kind of math as to what could be going on right now, my on my own, without even, you know, because there's no way to find out. Because then the whole media channel, all of them are showing the same thing. That means they're all not showing something which is bigger and it is going on at a very grand level. That's why they're not showing. All of them are told to show something else. Now you need to know when are you witnessing this in a, uh, this uh, sort of an event, and then you can, and you'll have to do the math as to what could be going on, and and uh, after a bit of research, you'll find out. And it has happened so many times now that I, whenever I see uh, such uniformity of you know communication from these media channels, I I get a lot more worried because something which is way more gruesome, way more, you know, way bigger in magnitude is going on, which is which is something we can never know till, you know, uh, it comes out in a few years. So that's the problem. That is a big problem. And uh, I'm not going to give you more examples. I mean, I hope you get the the point here there's so many examples that come to my mind especially being in pakistan okay but america does the same thing i mean media does the same thing but the fact that it is so diverse uh media itself you cannot have that sort of a policy across continents right so in europe you have a a, a very bigger edge as to understand um what could be going on and decipher a lot more things uh because there's so many uh channels through which you can find out okay not all of them could be just getting one phone call and you know what france and spain and you know uh scandinavia and england showing everything you know in on, on bbc and whatever whatever they got on sky and you know i do not know what's going on in france and and in, in scandinavia on tv but they're not you know run by the same company so i hope you get the the way you you look at it otherwise and this is not something which is uh, easy to decode. So let's just go to America again. Faryal, Bushra, sorry. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Assalamu Bushra. Thanks for giving me opportunity, sir. Uh, I have a question. Actually, uh, I'm really amazed by this IMS system and the the, the cluster concept. Uh, because we were already working on a similar mode, but now I am having questions about it. So what we do here, uh, we are a group of people, a like group of women. We read Quran together. We ponder together um, through the different tafasir. And <clears throat> whatever our takeaway is, uh, we try to spread it. Uh, and I am I'm also working on some uh, video making stuff. Like I... I 
uh, I make short clips of my understanding and I try to spread out. Now, my question is, as a mother of two and a working lady in IT, um, I do nine to five job. Uh, I am told that my kids are the prime responsibility and this comes from um, everywhere, not just my in-laws. It comes from, um, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, a, so, um, it's from our Eastern society that we need to take care of our kids first. So I'm very confused right now when I'm balancing my job, my kids, and this passion for, uh, you know, spreading the knowledge while, while getting something uh, for my own sake. Like I'm acquiring the knowledge that at the same time, I'm trying to spread it out. So I am really confused. This is my main question. I have a lot of questions, but this is more related to your mission. And I wanted to be part of IMS, but this thing is holding me back. So what do you advise? Just give me the last part of your question. What is holding you back? Kusha, come on, no. You said something's holding you back. What's that? That Am thing is holding you back. Sorry, I was unable to unmute myself. This thing, like this pressure that I need to be a good mom first. I have 11 year old, actually 12 year old and eight year old at home. And I have this pressure that I have to make them good Muslims uh, living in this society. I'm in USA right now in New Jersey. And they were they were going to Islamic school. Now they're in public school. And I have this immense pressure that I have to do their per perfect their Bia first. So when I am going to these different events where I'm trying to influence different ladies, because I have passion for this. I have, I have a long history of depression, actually, sorry. And, and then during COVID, I discovered purpose of my life. Uh, I was, I, I discovered that I have to do something uh, other than nine to five life, other than being a mom. I started this thing. Let me, let me, let me, let me reiterate this question. You want to join all these circles, which you want to spread the message and be uh, a lot more active in this while you are worried that you're neglecting your child? Yeah, I am being told that if you would do, this is their prime age. If you would do something, um, and I'm not, I'm not being told directly. Like, whenever I, I'm in these activities, I'm, I'm being told, "Oh, your primary responsibility is your kids." So I am confused myself. Like, how to balance it out? Should I just sit down and first focus on their tabiyat, tabiyat and everything? Yeah, but I, what? I, 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 yeah. How old is the child now? Okay, assuming you said, I think you said 12. So take, take the child with you and get him involved or her involved now. He's 12. He's just as, as big as they're going to get now. Okay. Make sure you understand. Uh, your, your 12 year old children should be accompanying you in your own, uh, you know, uh, life missions. They should know what their mother or father is all about. Okay. Make sure you. You really keep them uh, with you and teach them before you teach anybody else. If you cannot teach your own child, then why are you teaching anybody else? Okay. So it's, uh, and that is your prime responsibility to your child. Because uh, if he's, you're going to miss out on him, you mean you can create two dies and you're just creating one. So work on both of them. Okay. Make sure your child is accompanying you, especially 
you know, not just on ball games, right? Not just because you want to make a friend out of your son or daughter, it's okay. It's a good thing, but that's not hygiene. Their hygiene is that you take them to your, you know, struggles and your missions where you're going to be, you know, really, you know, working towards something which you're not going to get money out of. And he should know that, you know, my father or mother spends so much time and this is not business of this world. This is a business of the next world. And he's spending or she's spending so much time in there and a lot more uh, focus and energy spent there. That's what real life is. That's how Islam is done. You know what I'm saying? Especially in kids. That's how parenting is done. Okay. I hope you get the part of the question answered. Gee, uh, I need a boy. I need a boy. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, please. Assalamu alaikum, Salbhai. How are you? Assalam. I'm good. Yeah, I need, um, I need you to talk to a boy. Gigi, go on. <laughs> you probably have talked to me before. My name is Tabir. And you have a question? Yes, I do have a question. Um, I don't know how it will sound, but uh, before asking my question, I will uh, just uh, um, tell you something that... Um, no, no, just please, a ago, get the first, first the question. Okay, the, my question is, how do we actually fear Allah the way it is his right to be feared of? Um, because... Good question. Good question. No, no, I get the question. It's a good question. So when we say, Taqullah, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, get scared like a, 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 you know, we get scared from a monster or, you know, whatever, that concept of, you know, uh, that we carry from, from our childhood. We have to understand when Allah said, it, He means that, you know, I put fear inside your heads, inside your mind, inside your brains. There's a certain chemistry of fear, your chemicals, actually. There's a certain nervous system for fear. Okay, that's how big fear is. There's a certain system, nervous system, which is based uh, out of fear, literally. It handles fear, you know? So, ittaqullah should be looked into when we could look at biology and our own chemistry, right? So, we have that not only sense of fear, but we have a certain way to act, a behavior which is designed when we are under this emotion of fear. So when Allah says, Ittaqullah, you need to understand that he's talking to that design, that design of your own body, okay? And we use that design and we, we, we submit to a lot of things which are going on around the world. And that is because of that fear of what people will say about me. I, I dress the way I dress. I talk the way I talk. I want to make sure that I don't really, you know, go under the curve of the majority of how people are actually, you know, uh, uh, approving it literally okay and that's what Allah is telling us that why are you looking for approvals of the groups or whoever is calling the shots on you I am the only being that's actually calling the shots on you and everyone else and everything else in the whole universe and you're not even thinking about what I'm going to say or what I would think you're not reading from the book even if you are you don't really care and you might as well just you know go on and just be afraid and do or try and please people uh, and in, in trying to submit to whatever they would want you to do. So that's a smaller demand. And just because they're right in front of you, that inflates the obvious weight of the demand. So you just submit to that demand. You need to understand what ittaqullah actually means for an adult, a functioning, thinking adult. 
We all know what that fear is. That's the fear of, you know, how am I going to... A fear of losing that place in that yearn for every single day when we, as soon as we wake up till we go to sleep, even the way we sleep, you know, even till the till that that point comes in every night. You know, I don't want to sleep. And uh in, in the way I'm going to put myself to sleep should be also according to the norms that people have set. I mean, that's how deep this whole psychology of fear is. So Keep go, digging it down and you'll find out that, you know, at every note of every branch and every leaf of this tree, till the roots, we are not putting Allah in any element of ho the whole hierarchy of fear. Okay, there's a hierarchy of fear. So that's what itakullah means. That's basic chemistry. Okay. So I'm relating, relating it and calling it chemistry because we can see that system. That's it's our design. That's our chemical design. Okay. To uh, carry the fear. At all times. Hmm. I need a boy. I can't see boys. Ahmad, Munich. So, sir, uh, I have been. Uh seeing and listening to Dr. Srawar and Mulana Ishaq uh, for quite a long time. And what I have learned from them is that first you have to uh, fix yourself, uh, implement the Islam in yourself, then in your family, and then go out and implement that in the society, you know. Uh, that's what, how I understood. And uh, now uh, the question comes to that, if we are living abroad, uh, then how we are going to achieve the third part if we ourselves implement Islam for ourselves and then family and how we are going to implement the third part. Which is implementing Which is implement it. Islam in the society. Yeah, you start by by uh, I'll give you a model. There's a working model for this. Dr. Sar or anyone who's going to talk about implementing the system. I think Mulana Isaac was a superior solution than Dr. Isaac's. Mulana Isaac gave a very practical solution for it, which is a very common sense solution. Uh, and uh, we in Pakistan did it 75 years ago, right? So how do we do that? We actually implement it like uh, the Jews have implemented it. Simple. It's a working model. You know, Jews in Germany, Jews in England, Jews in France, Jews in America. They're not implementing Judaic system implementation in America. Where are they the implement, implementing? Sorry to cut you. They got their land and then they implemented their system. You know? We have they land. We have way bigger land. We have lands and acres and acres more than they have. They have a speck of a land compared to what we have. You know what I'm saying? Their whole country can fit. 20 times in the countries we, 200 times the kind of countries we actually have. You know, we need to actually, see, I need the overseas Muslims to call in the logic of Islam to the world of Islam right now. You guys are way over the curve. Local Pakistanis and Indians, they look up to overseas Muslims because of so many visible and invisible reasons. Uh, and rightly so. You guys are far more competent, far more eloquent, well, a million times more eloquent 
you guys are swift, you guys think fast, you guys understand better, you guys have deeper demands from the very word logic, you have deeper demands. This word logic is an actual taboo in Pakistan, in India, you know what I'm saying? You need to yeah. understand that. And uh, that's why I'm thinking next Muslim leadership is coming from overseas. I'm sorry, but that's the probability that anyone, is, I mean, I, anyone would be a fool to deny that. And I hope it comes from overseas Muslims, I swear to God. Because if it comes from within, I know the kind of actual intellect which is harboring inside the streets of Pakistan. Are you kidding me with this one? This is going to be a big problem if the current understanding that the central definition of Islam that we are carrying, if that comes into play, then I, people who actually, I would die for the system implementation of Islam. And I would be afraid, you know what, this is, this is going to ruin the very fabric of the next 500 years, people are not going to come to Islam because of, you know, whatever, the way they actually look at it. And it's not just my opinion, very strict, classical Muslims with sane enough minds have already written about this, not just in recent, uh, in distant past, as, as far as two years ago. I was just reading this book from uh, Hamid Kamaluddin, amazing book, uh, or a booklet, or whoever reinterpreted his journals. I mean, and I was thinking, okay, wait, you know, there is genuine criticism about the way Muslims inside Pakistan, India, and wherever, Muslim world, they're looking at the way, or, 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 or the psychological construct of Islam inside the minds of the current day Muslim living in the Muslim world. And of course, that's panning out in overseas Muslims, because that's where we're all from, right? I mean, we're, we're from here. So, but since you guys are traveled, you guys have bigger and better perspectives, your aperture is bigger, you bring in more light to understand the same things differently. That's why you have higher acumen. It's not like, you know, uh, that, you know, people here are not smart enough. They are smart people, but, you know, you cannot uh, deny the obvious. There's a big difference between English boys and girls living in Manchester and Bristol and English, uh, Muslim, Muslim boys and girls living in Manchester uh, versus, I'm talking about the 15-year-olds and 20-year-olds and kids of 15 and 20 in uh, Miawali, and, you know, and as far as Multan and even in Lahore and Islamabad, I'm sorry, there's a big difference. The way they look at things. You know what I'm that we, while living in abroad, then we can, you know, make a bigger impact uh, to the people. Uh, inside, our, inside our own zones, I need you to see the, the Jewish model is so workable. I'm not saying it's the best model. I swear, it's so workable. First you know comment, what, the Jewish... Sorry to cut you, so the first comment, will when we will do that, we will get that you are living abroad and it is easier that you can say that, you know, you are not living here in Pakistan. You do not know any such thing that we are facing, no, you know. You gotta build Pakistan. No, see. That we will get, you know. Then so we no. are not making an example for them, you know, by living among them and doing the such thing with, and giving them the right path, you know, by being an model. I don't do pronouns. Well, who are you calling them? People living in Pakistan. You're not giving them the right example. You're giving, you're giving them everything. You're giving them acumen. You're giving them intellect. You're giving them knowledge. That's where it should come from. It's the other way around right now. 
Muslim, overseas Muslims are, I swear to you, sick enough to, they're so sickened, they're ill, that they have GEO and ARY in every house in England, America, and Canada. These overseas Pakistanis are, you know, obsessed that they have to go as at the, to the bottom of the battle. Muslims in Pakistan and uh, in America and Canada and England, even in Denmark, I mean, places I've been to, any house you walk into, it's like walking into Lahore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Gulbarg's house. It's like, yeah, what the true. hell is going on with you guys? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you have to pick a Pakistani TV, why did you pick the horse to Maval? I mean, you you want to dumb down everybody? What's the point of being in Germany and you know France and you know England and, and Norway? If you have to listen to Geo and ARY, for God's sakes. I mean, this is a I mean, that's why I'm telling you, these last two generations, they were really without. I'm telling you this. This is something that, you know, and, you know, the arrogance that reeks from their tones. This is so appalling, you know, because we are ruining, we are ruining the very fabric of the minds of our kids. Every house I walked into, I'm not giving you a small number here. I'm talking about like six, seven eight families a week I used to visit every day. I used to go to a different house. I'm thinking, what's going on with you guys? I mean, a Pakistani TV channel in my house. So it was a shocking thing that, you know, as soon as this cable, uh, this satellite television thing came in, Pakistanis just tuned right in. I mean, what happened to CS CNN and BBC, for God's sake? I mean, if you had to, you know, go that way, well, at least you could have just flipped from Geo to, you know, uh, BBC once a month for just 10 minutes, but nope. They're not gonna, and that's the bigger delta between kids right now in their 15, 20s. They don't really connect with their folks anymore. Because their folks never left Pakistan. They live in Germany, but they didn't leave Pakistan. They're, you know, working in, you know, Frankfurt, but they're thinking in, you know, Lahore and Koita. And they're thinking, and they're still in their zo those zones. And they somehow call it the Muslim identity. Like, Geo is going to set your Muslim identity? Really? Geo? Right. Yeah, or ARY is going to touch a Muslim identity. Every house you go to, Nawaz Sharif versus Pakistan. Uh, what's the word? Imran Khan. Nawaz Sharif, Imran Khan. And every old man of Pakistani, or an old woman, women literally, they know the names of every damn minister, their secretaries, the senators. It's like, you know what? You know, if somebody had to really ruin a nation, they they would not have done a better job from the outside. We did it from our own selves, you know, from, from our own parents. Old women, you know, like 70-year-old women Pakistanis living in, 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 in New York and Toronto and Vancouver. They know, you know what, the home minister, or they don't call it home minister. And I'm like, are you kidding me? How do you know that? I have to In hydro? Literally, you know the minister for hydro? In Pakistan, you never even went to Pakistan. Last 20 years, you haven't been to Pakistan. How do you know all of these names? Because they're getting this tuition and they're addicted to it. Every morning, these old folks wake up. They go to Tim Hortons for whatever work. As soon as they have a break, they just come back home. All of a sudden, first thing they do is 
they're just ogling at the remotes, you know, just trying to put Geo or ARI on. And I'm thinking, what happened here? Amazing marketing, man. I got to give credit to this, this Geo guy, you know what I'm saying? Whoever owns it or this ARI guy. He is, I mean, this should be in Guinness book and this should be in Harvard Business School. This is not in common in any other nation, I'm telling you. This happened in the Musharraf time, you know, when we got the bunch of news channels and all, and we were having so much things happening in our surrounding. Well, these old folks. They got the platform. No, no, I don't buy that. I'll tell you. So, so, I know. Let me ask you a question. When Musharraf was here, he was here for what ten years, right? These old folks were not in Pakistan at that time. You know how did they all? call each other up because there was no WhatsApp group of all Pakistanis, right? There's not Pakistan.com website, which says, you know what, today we are all going to, you know, uphold the belief of turning Geo and ARI in our homes. This, 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 this I don't know how it happened. It, could it happen? Because we did no. not have any other option. You, do you have any, remember any option between 2000 and 2010 where people can turn on the TV and watch anything else from ARI, Geo and Dunia, you know? Do you have any other option that people could have watched other than Peace TV, you know? But Peace TV was no, not there. this is the generation that made... Any other option people could have watched? I I'll tell you what the other option is. These are the same old folks who grew up on Indian movies, man. Same television sets when they were in Pakistan. All the was Amitabh Bachchan and, you know, what, Madhuri Dixits. Oh, they were addicted to it. As soon as they went out, all of a sudden, they jumped right into Geo and Airway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what, what's the, you know, at the core of the rust, the rusted foundation of our Pakistani nation. That these, this last two generations, they really did it for us. You know what I'm saying? They made sure that, you know what, and you know what, for, for the sake of uh, spirituality, they go into those other channels, you know, in the early morning, you know, times they just put it on this QTV and all of that stuff just so that they can convince themselves that, you know what, it's the beginning of the morning. So, and they keep on flipping on, you know, those, those new channels during this, during the break in QTV programming. So this is a, you know what, I, I'll tell you where, my, where I'm hurting. I'll tell you where I'm hurting. You are who you are. You cannot change the way you behave because it comes from within, right? From within, inside you. And, if somebody claims that, you know what, I am spiritually a Muslim and it's within me and I, I'm, I'm going to die a Muslim and I'm going to uphold the values of Islam, but I don't know nothing about it. You know, if you ask names of any seven Sahaba, these old folks won't be able to do the math on that one. You know what I'm saying? And they keep on giving pep talks and lectures and even quizzing their own kids on Islam. And those kids are like, you know what, who you don't want to talk. You know what? Do you guys literally would fail on basics of of the same quiz you keep giving me because I've never seen you actually reading or under trying to understand or holding an Islamic debate for more than two minutes without before you say, you know what? Just because I'm saying it, just shut up and do whatever I'm telling you. That's their go-to statement to their kids in the '80s, in the '90s. I've been there, so I know. So I'm just saying, kids know. And they don't know because it's on their smart screens, because their smart screens are always filled with GeoRY. Kids know because of their cell phones. 
they're looking at Islamic content on their cell phones because their big screens are filled up by daddy's geo time and you know mommy's ARI time. And, and that's the problem. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. So if but, kids are actually, you know, going to Islamic content through YouTube, uh, that's quite a big leap, you know? That's yeah. quite a leap. These kids really had to construct a zone of Islam in their own bedrooms, in their own cell phones. Because the living rooms, you know, was prime time Pakistan television. So it's a... Coming back to the question, the third part was that how we are going to implement Islam in our society. Yeah, yeah. The way the way Jews are doing it in Israel. So that's so, how. So that's for that I feel responsibility to go back to Pakistan. And that's how, how what I understood from Dr. Sar that first implement that in yourself, then in your family, then in your society, then you can present a complete society to the all the non-Muslim world. Like come and see that I'll, this is I'll tell you something. Okay. I'll tell you, if overseas Muslims decide that we're going to construct an Islamic system in Pakistan, it will be constructed 10 years, even 20 years ahead of time compared to when local Pakistanis are going to actually try and create a revolution. Okay? Yeah. I'm telling you, that's the revolution I want. Your knowledge set should come back home, not you guys. Your finances should come back home. Your resource, not you guys. That's how Jews are doing it, and they're doing an amazing job. Even though Israel, actually, in their own book, is actually propagating to all Jews that the Messiah will never ever come until all Jews come back to Israel. That's their actual doctrine. I'm quoting word to word Ezekiel. Okay, I'm quoting every rabbi. Every rabbi knows that. They're all making this whole movement to ensure that most or all Jews should come back to Israel. And Jews are never going to come back to Israel because, you know, they're well-placed inside. They go come and visit. They're never going to live in. That's what Israel is trying to do. They're trying to settle, make settlements, make Israel, Tel Aviv look attractive enough at that same level where Jews in New York would not feel outside New York if they land in Israel. Okay, if, if, they, if anything, they should feel better. And that's the drive that Tel Aviv has. And that's why Tel Aviv is progressing so fast. That's the same technique. Understand the psychology here. They're trying to settle the same set standards because they know that if they don't have, they don't have the same standards of life in Tel Aviv, Jews in Frankfurt, Jews in Manchester, Jews in Toronto, Jews in uh, New York, in California are not going to come back. 83% of all Jews live in three countries. You know that? Outside Israel. 83%. That's what they had to do. They have an easy game here. We, as Pakistanis, we know that we spread everywhere, everywhere. But most of our Pakistanis are in those countries which don't really call the shots on the, you know, like, you know, the Arabian uh, countries, in African countries, Australia, uh, Canada does not have that many, but you know, okay, Canada. They don't call the shots. You know what I'm saying? England called the shots, and uh, America called the shots, um, and a few other, like Scandinavia, is calling the shots now. Okay, so these 
countries, wherever Pakistanis are living, I need you to understand if Pakistan starts to compete on the standards at which Scandinavia is set, then yeah, okay, you can come back. But until that happens, you need to keep training Pakistanis through your acumen, the locals. Make sure you understand that. Knowledge has to come from the outside in. We are actually gaining it from the inside out through GEO and AROI. That's why I keep you know, telling everyone in Pakistan to turn their televisions off. Otherwise, this is going to continue for the next generation. And now, you know what? I have not started noticing that people in their 20s and early 30s are also into this ARY, you know, geo game. They're looking into those horrible, low-class humor that flows through these channels. Even their sitcoms are at a level where if you have to destroy a child's sense of humor and pull down the class of the, the way a mind can think, that's when you have to, you know, uh, yeah. keep him tuned into this, this sort of programming, this sort of programming in both, the, in all of these channels, you know what I'm saying? TV channels. So a kid is going to do what his daddy's going to do, right? A girl is going to do what she's, her mommy's been doing all her life. That's, that's psychology 101. So understand how big of a problem we are creating. We have to rebel against this very psychology of our parents, especially in Northern uh, America and North America and Western Europe. Okay. These are the places that matter. And Scandinavia. These are the places that matter. People in Korea, people in Saudi Arabia, in, in Dubai, you know, that's the bottom of the barrel. You know, the, the kind of people who go to Dubai from Pakistan, never going to call the shots in Pakistan anyway. Most of them are survivors, you know. Most of them are, you know, practically there so that they can actually, because uh, they're dying here. Literally, out of, you know, th there's a certain socioeconomic class that actually moves in certain countries. So if you can, you know, draw the, 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 the curve, you can see the landscape of the Pakistanis and even Indians. When they are actually choosing a country to migrate to, you can see that uh, big difference between the kind of people uh, who want to achieve in certain realms of knowledge, and, you know, uh, even at a social level, you can see the difference in the way these people have defined their worldview. So most of these people who want to go to Dubai and UAE wouldn't even choose to go to America. You know what I'm saying? They would be afraid to go to America. You need to understand that. There's a hard choice between choosing uh, between countries inside Scandinavia by Pakistani students. You know, there's a very hard line between choosing going to Denmark or, or, or Finland or, or, or Norway or or. Uh, nobody goes to Iceland, right? Still Scandinavia. Nobody wants to go to Iceland, of course, unless, of course, you know, he's at a certain socioeconomic class. Nobody would want to just say, you know what, that's my first choice. And, you know, so on and so forth for so many other countries. And that's exactly how you should look at the psychology of the people who are inside America or England and uh, France and Germany. You know, they are, they are the places which are going to call the shots because of the kind of cultural psychology that they have. And I need you guys to adopt those that, that psychology. I need you guys to understand the power that you might have or strength that you might gain and the development that they're going to give you regardless of who you are. And you, I need you to channel it back home, not just the foreign exchange, but the transfer of technology, that psychology. I'm talking about the intellect here. Transfer that technology back home along with the money 
literally with the money. That's what the Jewish model is, and we need that. Okay, so and, and you know, when I came to Pakistan, I realized that you know what, I would I would have served this nation better with the dollars I was sending back home. And then I was like, you know what, that's not gonna cut it. That's just not gonna cut it because most of the people who are inside the religious realm are at a so SECB, SECC, and most of them between B and C or D, C and D, sorry. So we need to develop a lot more infrastructure in the minds of the people who are pro-religion. That's how religion is constructed. The system is constructed. Because SCCA is anti-Islam, allergic to Islam in Pakistan. We need to argue and debate that they're looking up to you guys in Germany and in, in England and in America, in Canada, the SCCA of Pakistan. Okay, so you need to understand which battle to pick and how to win those fights. That's a, a far more practical and a formidable solution. And Jews have done that, regardless of SECs. Well, I'm pretty sure because there were no Jews before, you know, uh, before Israel. So we have Muslims in Pakistan, and that's what I keep telling Indian Muslims to do as well. I swear to you, my actual ask is from Indian Muslims to do the same. We got to pick a place and build it up. They pick the place from the, their book. Okay. No, we can't, you know, pick a place from our book because there's no place in our book. Every place on the globe is our place in our book. So we got to pick from wherever we can and try and construct the set of knowledge and then expertise and acumen and then the real sense. That's how, you know, the system is done. This, that's how system implementation is done. And every Jew is proud to be sending it to Israel. You know, they, they take pride in this. They own it. They literally own the very fact that, you know what, every single dollar I'm going to make, I'm going to send to Tel Aviv. Uh, this is what I am here for on this planet. And I'm really, you know, I respect that about Jews. They do what they believe in. We are the Muslims who literally go against, do everything against whatever they say that they believe in. Okay, so most of the Pakistanis would rather take out every single penny out of Pakistan and spend it in Toronto and, you know, on, on, on King Street. Literally. That's the dream of most Pakistanis. Exact opposite dream of every Jew. Okay, so I'm talking about yeah, how... It makes sense, but... I am still a little confused, but I got your point 100%. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about the practicality of it, if it is really possible, because, you know, we oh, have... That's the only way it's going to be possible, as far as I can think. That's the only way. I'm telling you, I have been through all streets of Pakistan, I'm telling you. It's my country, it's our country, I'm telling you, this is our people. I've been through every street. Okay, every step I take... You know, I lose an ounce of hope. I Every person I talk to, I lose an ounce of hope because of this very lack of acumen, okay? I never used to go through that in Toronto, I swear to you, in, or in America. I never used to go through this. I used to think, you know, because the Pakistanis and Indians are talked to, right? They're Muslims are talked to. And I'm thinking, you know what? We not only speak the same in the same grammar, but we have the same sort of intent. We, we want to really, you know, lift up because... In, you're in you're in England or Germany, wherever you are. I'm sorry, I forgot. 
in Germany. Yeah, so, so you you own up to a, a Muslim identity in Germany because you have to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like you have a choice there. In Pakistan, you don't have a, you know, that need of carrying the Muslim identity anymore. Yeah, if anything, people would rather, people are shy calling themselves Muslims because they want to be cool. And, you know, Islam has become an, an uncool, you know, uh, perception inside Pakistan. I'm talking about Pakistan. Oh, both Molvi You know what? Literally, that's what they think. Literally, this is what Muslims have started to think inside Pakistani households. Mothers are like, Literally, that's the frown on the mother, Pakistani mother's face. I'm talking about the regular mother, okay? Not the Molvi's daughter. Okay, you gotta get grades, and you gotta get those jobs, and you gotta get those girls, and then you gotta get Jannah as well. That's what the Pakistani mother model is. Yeah, so, I have yeah, one more so, question, then I will, you know, stop. And my second question is about uh, the language of the content of the IMS. Uh, will it going to be Urdu or English? Because 80 20, uh, 80, 20 English, 20 Urdu, inshallah. But inside my IMS meetings, it's going to be all Urdu. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Last question, sir. Last question. I'll just stay in England. Oh, sorry, I was in Germany. Omar, England. I've spoken to too many girls today, so I'm going to pick up the last boy. Oh, just... sir. Give it in English, sir. Please. Oh, I'm very sorry about that because when I see you, I feel a Pakistani there, so it's a bit difficult for me when I see a Pakistani communicate in English. But anyway, sorry for taking your time. My question is that why suicide is prohibited in Islam when there is an evidence that the companion of the Holy Prophet performed the janaza of one of the companion who committed suicide. Performing a janaza is uh, you're actually asking me that if you can perform a janaza of somebody, then however he dies should also be okay. That's what you're asking me. The janaza should be janaza is always performed of a Muslim, right? And the scholars, the all the scholars say that if you commit a suicide, you are kafir, and the janaza should not be performed. If there is I, don't know, I don't know what kind of scholars are roaming around in the streets of England. No, the scholars are not, not in the streets of England, to be honest. I'm talking about the scholars in all over the Muslim world, especially no, from Pakistan and India. They suicide. say if you commit a suicide, you, you are a prophet. No, no nobody. Leave, leave the scholars. Tell me the logic. If I wanted to kill myself, why I can't? Okay, so that's a because different question. Let me ask, I'll, 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 I'll answer both the questions. I will go Don't to worry. another dimension. I will, I will go to, I, I will, I, I will go to another dimension, and I will see Almighty Allah. I will be with Him. I will get rid of all this fuss in this world. So why, I'm not allowed to kill myself? 
to go to another dimension? Let me answer both of the questions. Let me answer the second question later uh, first and the first question later because that's a simpler answer to give. Is What's your name, sir? Umar, right? Umar. Umar, how old are you? Umar? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, how old are you, sir? Sir, I'm 47 years, 48 years old. I think I'm the only one in your IMS who is 48 years old. Okay. I'm pretty sure there, there are many. We have about 25,000 people now. Okay. okay. Don't worry. Uh, Omar, uh, in Islam, you asked me, uh, why is it prohibited to kill yourself? Right? Yes. So in Islam, uh, it is prohibited to kill anybody including yourselves, okay? Any right. human being, you, can, you cannot kill any human being or any animal, okay? So that includes you, yourself, okay? Now, to answer your first question, uh, suicide is a sin, okay? Probably one of the gravest sins, not the gravest, but the, probably the, you know, one of the gravest sins, but still a sin. Okay, and if you commit a sin, you're a sinful person. In this case, you are sinful because of the way you killed yourself. Okay, because it's murder, right? It's plain called murder and worse than murder because you took your own life. But any murderer in Islam is still a Muslim. Okay, he's going to be punished there and he should be punished here as well. But in this case, the murderer has killed himself, so he cannot be punished here. But the punishment is still within the folds of Islam, right? So he's going to die a Muslim and should be punished when he's going to be uh, raised up from the dead on the day of judgment and within the grave uh, as well. But just because somebody commits a sin or zina or, or a murder, does not take him outside the folds of Islam, okay? So he's not, he's not gonna, you're not gonna call him a kafir just like that, okay? And even if somebody's using this terminology, understand how or what kind of context this terminology can or cannot be used. And uh, was this kafir word could be used for anyone who denies even saying, I'm not gonna pray today. That's also kufr. You, are actually refuting a direct commandment of Allah, that's kufr, okay? So that's why in that context, they might be calling him kafir, okay? So, okay, so it's so I hope you get the bigger part of your, both of the questions uh, straight in your mind now. So, keep it simple uh, and keep it, uh, light. G, uh, I think this is it. Uh, three more minutes. Shortest question possibly, please, anybody. <laughs> serotonergic question. <laughs> okay, serotonergic question. Shortest question, please. Assalamu alaikum, sir. Assalam. Sir, I saw you in a dream and I emailed the dream. On your email address, sahil.adi at the rate of source code.com.pk. 
please do not tell the dream in public okay yes sir yes sir i am aware of that okay i'll read it allah taala sahi rakhe jaate jaate dara diya subah hua okay okay sir sir my question is sir you said in a session that spirituality is as important as sharia so what perception do we acquire on islamic spirituality and we know the spirituality in ignite the fire inside us but in today's but in today's definition of spirituality like in it and inhibitus in inhibitus activism so how can i connect spirituality to nahiyan il munkar no what can i don't know what you think about spirituality why would it inhibit activism if anything that's going to uh put more serenity in your communication and uh, people are going to listen to you more because you will be acting out those those words that's what spirituality is you will be connected uh within with your own self and you will be very uh collected and composed in your actions and uh your words will matter and mean more and have carry more substance uh in comparison to somebody who's not really spiritual he's just trying to talk to the brain and he's trying to convince through just merely words okay the spirituality is uh is uh the flesh and blood of islam okay flesh and blood you cannot be you know uh a muslim uh, especially a preacher uh, unless you're spiritually you know intact that's the best word for it okay ji uh who was uh all con and pe ji sahiba this is me astagfirullah you unmuted me yeah thank you so much i just wanted to um ask you what is this um strategy of ims for people who are muslims i know we're trying to connect muslims all over the world but they're uh, muslims but they are far far away from islam and they're um they're kind of bored they're not interested if you're trying to have a conversation with um if you're trying to have a, a conversation with them and if you're trying to even answer their most uh, basic questions they they listen to you uh, i've shared a lot of content and there are most of my circle is um you know filled with uh, right, i'm going to give a quick, quick quick answer to everybody sure. okay people who are not close to islam and you want to approach them you got to go to the place where their which is close to them okay that's it and you go to that place which is close to them and then you actually uh talk about the actual construction of logic through the language of that place wherever they they are because if you're not close to islam he's some he's close to something else or somewhere else okay you go no, there they're after don't money don't people i don't no, know no, how no, I, i keep telling them that you don't have to worry about risk because allah taala has promised that he is going to or they're afraid of not having it right huh? that's what they're oh, yeah. doing right? yeah of course so 
Yeah. So you go to the fear, the state of fear, and make sure you experience that, and you show them that you're also in that. That you can you can feel that experience. You can understand that kind of fear. Okay. And mm-hmm. as soon as you're gonna do that, then they're gonna start to listen to you. Okay? You can't just stand outside and you know keep uh, lecturing them and. And nobody gets lectured out of fear, okay? Make sure you understand that. There is no human being who's designed to be lectured out of fear. Mm-hmm. We're not designed to be lectured out of our fears, okay? You want to do that to a child, to a 95-year-old man or woman? Try and do that. You'll, you'll see that. No one's going to be lectured out of his own fear, especially those deeper fears, okay? How do we get them out of it then? You go there and you hold them and you bring them out. You go there. You go to the same fear. Make sure they know that you're experiencing the same fear. Okay. Well, I you am, should. but I'm. I am. Um, I'm trying to get near to Allah Taala, but they are not ready to do it. All they care about is making money. Did you hear? You're not going. Did I just say that you have to go near to Allah? No, go near those people. Alaska, you gotta be with that that guy, that girl, whoever you're talking so about. So we cannot abandon them. We have to be with them, and but they're in not listening. That, yeah, in the zone of fear. How old are you, Aska? I'm thirty. I'm thirty. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to reiterate this because I'm thinking I'm trying to keep it simple enough so that you can understand it. If I'm afraid of losing money or not having enough money, then I need someone who's going to understand that kind of state of mind. I'm not. I don't need a lecture to get out of it. I need a person who I can relate to. And try and see what his technique is that he's pulling himself out of uh, this state that I'm actually sharing with this guy, right? No lecture is mm-hmm. gonna bring me out of this state. I need a guy who's gonna, you know, walk in front of me and take me out, and I'm gonna follow his footsteps. That's called experiential uh, uh, nurturing. You're gonna hold his hand or her hand and then pull him out. Okay, heart to heart. That's how 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 fear is done. Oh, dealing with fear is done, sorry, okay? Sure, okay, thank you. Yeah, especially if you keep lecturing somebody who's in, in some sort of a fear, that's the worst thing you can do to this guy because now he's going to hate everything that you represent because mm-hmm. that shows lack of empathy, Aska. You got to be mm-hmm. empathetic with those people, mm-hmm. especially people who are afraid of something, okay? I'm telling you to be empathetic to the people who are running through fascination, for God's sakes, and you're actually... Mm-hmm. You know, divorcing somebody who's acting in the state of fear. You can't do that. You okay. cannot do that. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Yep. Yep. I I, I think we're going to call it a night now. Thank you so much. I'm just going to give 10 seconds to the chat. See if there's something really urgent. Please move mute your microphone. So then. Okay. I have a question, don't know if it's the right time. Okay, I can't. You know.
लेकिन लोग उनकी Two assumptions you took. Both assumptions are wrong. One is narcissism. Narcissism does not create high performance of any sort. Most high performers become narcissistic, but narcissism does not create high performance. Confidence. Next question. इस्लाम या इस्लाम इस्लाम किबर कहता है इसको और क्या किबर इज रहूनत 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 है उसके अंदर किबर है इस्लाम इज लाइक एंटी नार्सिसम राइट इस्लाम अपने दुनिया में किसी भी ताबूत को तोड़ने आए नार्सिसम ताबूत हो जाता है ओके की तरफ लेके जाता है ओके सो आई होप यू गेट दैट लेकिन सर लेकिन उसका रिप्रकशन अगर किसी बंदे के पास ये ट्रेड्स हैं तो वो किस तरह से मैनेज करेगा उनको उनको अच्छी जगह पे किस तरह से लगा सकते हैं क्योंकि वो सेल्फ कॉन्फिडेंस और आपको ईगो का बूस्ट तो देते हैं लेकिन वो साथ साथ कभी कभी कुछ अच्छे काम भी करवा जाते हैं जैसे बंदा सारे सब लोगों की रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज लेने का अगर उसको वो है कि ये सब ऐसी है मैं सबकी सबकी रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी लूंगा तो हो सकता है कि हाँ पे थ्रू वो कुछ ना कुछ अचीव भी कर ले उस चीज से जो उसने सेल्फ कॉन्फिडेंस अपना मैनिफेस्ट करा है प्रोनाउन बहुत यूज कर रहे हैं मैं समझा नहीं हूँ मगर मैं 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 बताता हूँ मुझे क्या समझ आई कि एक नार्सिसिस्टिक पर्सनैलिटी को लोगों का जिम्मा लेने का शौक होता है तो वो उसका फायदा भी तो हो रहा है नार्सिसिज्म की वजह से वो लोगों का जिम्मा ले रहा है जी एग्जैक्टली दिस फ्रॉम नार्सिसिज्म लोगों का जिम्मा नहीं लेता लोगों से कहता है कि मेरा मेरा जिम्मा मेरे ताबे रहो ओके नार्सिसिज्म का आपने ना कोई एक जेन में एक खास कैरेक्टर रखा हुआ है जिसके अंदर कुछ अच्छी बातें भी है और नार्सिसिज्म भी है वो परफॉर्मेंस भी दिखा रहा है वो कॉन्फिडेंट भी है वो लोगों का जिम्मा भी ले रहा है और काम भी कुछ कर लेता है अच्छे भले और फिर एंड में कहता है मेरी तारीफें करते रहो या मेरे अलावा कोई नहीं करेगा ये मैं ही हूं जो हूं ठीक है सो आई एम्यूमिंग कॉन्फिडेंस भी नार्सिसम की वजह से आ रहा है उसको उसकी परफॉर्मेंस भी नार्सिसम की तरफ से आ रही है नो एग्जैक्ट उल्टा हो रहा है बिकॉज ऑफ द फैक्ट दैट ही वॉज नॉट मोरली बिल्ट रियली वेल कंस्ट्रक्टेड रियली वेल बचपन में तरबियत ठीक नहीं हुई उसकी तो जिस तरह मर्जी वो जिस तरह रेगुलर ह्यूमन बींग्स दे गेन देयर कॉन्फिडेंस एंड देयर कॉन्फिडेंस एंड देन दे बिकॉज ऑफ द विक्ट्रीज दे गेट एंड परफॉर्मेंसिस देयर 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 परफॉर्मेंसिस आर इंप्रूविंग कंपेयर टू अदर्स एंड देन चूंकि उसका मॉरल फाइबर सही तरह कंस्ट्रक्ट नहीं हुआ था वो साइकोलॉजिकली बैलेंस नहीं था तो उसने बुलडोज कर दिया सबको एंड अब जाहिर है वो मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑफ नार्सिसम इज राइट देयर एवरीवन इज सीइंग इट 
سو یہ اس وجہ سے نہیں ہو رہا کہ وہ نارسسٹک ہے نارسسزم اس لیے ہوا ہے کہ اس کی مورل ڈیولپمنٹ نہیں ہوئی بھی تھی باقی یہ کام ریگارڈلیس آف نارسسزم ہوئے اس کا کانفیڈینس بلڈ ہوا ہے ٹھیک کرنا ہے اس کو اس کو فیڈ بیک دینا ہے اور اس کو بروٹل فیڈ بیک دینا پڑا تو وہ بھی دینا ہے کہ بھیا یہ نارسزم چمکتا تب ہے جب تک اس کے آس پاس چاپلوس رہتے ہیں یا ڈرپوک رہتے ہیں دو ہی طرح کے لوگ ہوتے ہیں جو نارسسزم کو برداشت کرتے ہیں ایک چاپلوس اپنا فائدہ اٹھا رہے ہوتے ہیں تعریفیں کر رہے ہیں اور ایک ڈرپوک اور بزدل یہ دونوں کا اسلام سے زیادہ بڑے کینسر یہ ہیں نارسسٹک پرسنالٹی اتنا بڑا کینسر نہیں ہے اسلام میں جتنا ایک بزدل مسلمان اور ایک چاپلوس مسلمان ٹھیک ہے یہ منافع ہے چاپلوس اور یہ بزدل جو ایک کینسر ہے اوکے یہ زیادہ بڑا نقصان پہنچا رہا ہے بزدل منافق بھی اتنا بڑا نقصان نہیں پہنچا رہا پہنچا رہا جتنا یہ بزدل مسلمان مسلمانوں کو اسلام کو نقصان پہنچا رہا ہے ٹھیک ہے یہی ہے وہ لوگ جن کی وجہ سے ظالم نندناتے پھرتے ہیں بیکاز یہ لوگ ان کی ان کی ہر بے جا حرکت کو ایسے قابل قبول کرتے ہیں کہ بس مجھے جان سے نہ مارنا بس پلیز مجھے گھر سے نہ نکالنا پلیز مجھے مراعت نہ کم کر دینا پلیز سو آن سو فورتھ ڈرپوک بزدل یو نو سب کو مروا دیتے ہیں سب کو منافق اپنے آپ کو بچاتا ہے کوئی مرے یا نہ مرے اسے فرق نہیں پڑتا منافق اپنے آپ کو بچا رہا ہوتا ہے بزدل سب کو مروا رہا ہوتا ہے بزدل اتنا بڑا کینسر ہے بزدل مسلمان عورت ہو یا مرد ہو نہ اس کی دوستی اچھی نہ اسے کسی قسم کا رشتہ ٹھیک وہ مروائے گا ہی مروائے گا سب ڈرپوک اور بزدل کسی بھی گروپ میں ڈالیں گے اس گروپ کو مروا دے گا چاہے وہ اسلام کے گروپ میں ڈالیں چاہے وہ خاندان کے گروپ میں ڈالیں چاہے وہ دوستوں کے گروپ میں ڈالیں چاہے وہ کسی یو نو جنگ میں فوجی کے طور پہ ڈالیں چاہے وہ اسپورٹس میں ٹیم کے طور پہ ڈالیں بزدل اتنا مطلب لوویسٹ پارٹ آف دا ہیومن فائبر ہے وہ اس کو اس کو کسی بھی لیول کے اوپر صرف نقصان دینے کے لیے آیا وہ اوکے سو اس کو ٹرین کریں کہ وہ مطلب آپ کی ماں بزدل ہو تو بچے تباہ کر دے گی باپ بزدل ہو تو پورا خاندان تباہ ہو جائے گا آپ کا دوست بزدل ہو آپ کو مروا دے گا اسلام میں ہر عمر میں خطاب دیا انہوں نے دعا کی اور مدین نبی کے ممبر پہ انہوں نے کہا یا اللہ مجھے کوی کافر اور بزدل مومن کے شر سے بچائیں کوی کافر اور بزدل مسلمان کے شر سے بچا یہ ہر عمر کی دعا ہے کہ یہ اتنا بڑا شر ہے کہ کوی کافر ایک طرف وہ مار دے گا مر جائیں گے کبھی کافر کا ریم پہ جائے گا مسلمان مر جائیں گے اور بزدل مسلمان کیا ہوگا مسلمان مر جائیں گے اچھا سوچیں تو صحیح مطلب میں کامن سینس کی تھرو آپ کو بتا رہا ہوں کہ بزدل کے ساتھ بزدل بندہ کرتا کیا ہے ٹھیک ہے تو اسلام بھی یہی بتا رہا ہے کہ کریج نہیں ہے سوری آپ گروپ میں نہ اکیلے میں کہیں کسی درخت کے ساتھ میں آپ کو باندھے پوجا پاٹ کر لیں مگر گروپ میں نہ آئے کیونکہ گروپ کو مروا دیں گے آپ کیونکہ انسان تو لگتے ہیں نا شکل صورت سے باتوں سے بھی تو پھر کیا ہوتا ہے توقعات بن جاتی ہیں اور توقعات بن جاتی ہیں تو ہم کوئی نہ کوئی کام بھی ڈیپینڈنٹ کر دیتے ہیں آپ کے اور اسی وقت پتہ چلتا ہے وہ بھائی صاحب اپنی بزدلی میں سب کو ڈبو گئے اوکے سو آپ لڑکے ہیں بزدل ہیں پتہ تو نہیں چلتا نا شادی پہ تو بہادری نہیں لگتی تو لڑکی دے دیتے ہیں آپ کو آپ پورا خاندان مروا دیتے ہیں آپ لڑکی ہیں پتہ تو نہیں چلتا بزدل ہیں بلکہ کئی دفعہ تو لگتا ہے اٹریکٹیو ہیں بزدل لڑکی کیونکہ زیادہ حملہ نہیں کر رہی ہوتی وہ الگ بات ہے پوری نسل ورٹیکلی ایسی کھدائی کرتی ہے کہ نیچے پانچ سو میل تک کنواں کھل جاتا ہے اس کے اتنے بچے اتنے چھوٹے بونے پیدا ہوتے ہیں سو یو نیڈ ٹو انڈرسٹینڈ ہاؤ بگ پرابلم دس از 
करेज की ट्रेनिंग नहीं दी तो सॉरी फिर हम नेकी की ट्रेनिंग भी ना देना खुदा का वास्ता है जिस बच्चे को करेज की ट्रेनिंग नहीं दे रहे उसको नेकी का सबक देना बंद कर दें क्योंकि वो नेकी का सबक लेता है और वो करता क्या वो बेचारा बुद्धिल माँ बाप का बच्चा होता है नेकी का समझ आ रही है उसको बदी नजर आना शुरू होती है और जैसे ही बदी नजर आती है इन उसके दिमाग कहता है कुछ कार इस बारे में अल्लाह ने डिजाइन में वन नहीं है डाला है ना बगैर डिजाइन के तो हुक्म नहीं आता ना जो चीज अल्लाह ने डिजाइन में डाली है वही कुरान में डाली है जो इंसान के डिजाइन में केमिस्ट्री डाली है उसी का मैनुअल कुरान में डाला हुआ है जब अल्लाह ने कहा अमर बिल मारूफ तो हमारे दिमाग के अंदर अमर बिल मारूफ की मशीन लगी हुई है ओके वो क्या है उसको एम्पथी बोलते हैं कि मेरे साथ वही हो मैं लोगों के साथ वही करूं जो मैं चाहता हूं लोग मेरे साथ करें अमर बिल मारूफ हमारे मशीन है हर इंसान को चाहे वो गैर मुस्लिम है चाहे डेहरी अल्लाह का दुश्मन सही चाहता वो यही है कि मेरे साथ वही सलूक करो यार मैं लोगों के साथ वही सलूक करूंगा कि जो मैं चाहता हूं लोग मेरे साथ सलूक करें बेसिक बेसिक एम्पति थी अमल बिन मारूफ की मशीन है और वन नहीं मुनकर की क्यों क्योंकि मेरे बच्चों के साथ कुछ जुल्म कर रहा हूं तो मैं चाहता हूं लोग आके पकड़ के मार दें जालिम को यस तो फिर मेरे से भी यही तो रखी जाए कि मैं भी जुल्म देखूं तो पकड़ के मार दू उसको खत्म कर दू वन नहीं मुनकर मेरे डिजाइन में है अब मेरे डिजाइन में अल्लाह ने डाल दिया मेरे जिसम में यस डाल दिया मैं आपको सेंस के थ्रू बताया ना आपके साथ जब होगा तो आपको भी वन नहीं मुनकर चाहिए होगा ना तो इसका मतलब है कि कुरान पाक आपकी मशीन का मैनुअल अल्लाह ताला आयतों में बता रहे हैं वो साइंस हमें समझ नहीं आ रही और हम कुरान पाक को बरकत की किताब समझ के बैठ गए हालांकि कुरान पाक हमारे इस जिसम की साइंस को बता रहे मशीन ये मशीन है ये लो मैनुअल कौन सा बटन दबाना है क्या च, क्या बटन दबाओगे तो कौन सा पुर्जा क्या हरकत करेगा कुरान पाक साफ साफ बता रहा है ऑप्टिमम मशीन इसका फ्यूल तक बता दिए अब बुजदिल बंदा जो है ना बुजदिल वो कर क्या रहा है वो उसकी नेकी के सबक अम्मा अबा दे देते हैं बेटा झूठ बोलना मना है रिश्वत ना लिया रिश्वत लेना कलाहुमा फिन्नार कलाहुमा फिन्नार ओके कलाहुमा फिन्नार क्या मतलब आग आग में छोटो तकलीफ होती है हाँ हमारे डिजाइन में आग में छोड़ने से तकलीफ वी गेट ट्रोमेटाइज ओके जब हमें पता होता है कि यार बदी जब वन नहीं मुनकर नहीं करूंगा तो आग में सड़ूंगा जी हाँ अब वो होता क्या वो बुराई देखता है अब्बा ने बताया था बुराई है बताया तो सही होता है अम्मा ने भी बताया था सही बताया था मगर शुजात नहीं सिखाई होती वो देख रहा होता है अंदर की मशीन चीखे मार होती है कि कुछ कर क्योंकि डिजाइन में हमारे और वो कुछ करने से डर रहा होता है और फिर जो अपनी इज्जत नफ्स तार तार करता है ना अकेले में बैठता है और अपने आप को तलाक दे देता है अपनी इंसानियत को तलाक देता है कि मेरे से नहीं हो सकता और वो क्या करता है फिर वी ऑल नो वो क्या करता है वो पाकिस्तान में फिर जा जाके वोट डालता है और अपने जैसे फिर लोग पार्लियामेंट हाउस से भर देता है बिकॉज उसकी इज्जत नफ्स का तकाजा ही है कि अपने जैसों में ही रहेगा ओके सो दिस इज ए पेरेंटल प्रॉब्लम ओके अल्लाह बुजदिल नहीं पैदा करता वरना वन नहीं मुनकर की आयत न नजल करता अल्लाह बुजदिल नहीं पैदा करता ये माँ बाप बुजदिल बनाते हैं और सामने इस बात को अल्लाह ताला ने अगर वन नहीं मुनकर का फर्ज हम पे डाला हुआ है तो आम बंदा भी खड़ा कहता है अल्लाह तूने तो बनाई मुझे कमजोर तरीन ऐसी हस्ती है कि ऐसी मखलूक है कि जो के सामने से जब बुराई गुजरती थी दुबक के अपने बिस्तर के लिए छुप जाता था तो मेरे पे तो नहीं ये वाले सवाल होने चाहिए ये तो बनता था ना सवाल पे मगर अल्लाह तला ने कहा नहीं मेरे तो मैंने तुझे अपनी फितरा पैदा किया है अल्लाह ने खुद बताया नबी इस्लाम ने कहा हर इंसान अल्लाह की हर बच्चा हर इंसान अल्लाह के फितरा पैदा होता है इसका मतलब है अमर बिल मारूफ वन नुनकर की मशीनरी के अंदर इंस्टॉलेशन हुई भी हार्डवेयर में वायर बटन ही नहीं लगे हुए हार्डवेयर ऑन ही नहीं हो सकता वायर बटन कौन लगाता है अम्मी और अब्बू 
ओके वो कैसे लगते हैं हम सबको पता है बहादुरी कैसे सिखाई जाती है आपने कभी नोट नहीं किया ये जितने भी जो इस्लामिक स्कॉलर होते हैं ना वो जो कहते हैं ना वो वो जो नहीं नहीं ये जहाद का मतलब ये नहीं होता वो नहीं होता आप बस जहाद भी नफ्स कर लो गलत हदीस सुना रहे ऐसी कोई हदीस नहीं है कि बड़े जहाद की तरफ जाए जहाद भी नफ्स के नबी इस्लाम ने कहा हमें भी बताए कहा लिखा है वरना साहिल हदीम हमारे हदीस कोट करता है तो जयीफ रहती है आप लोगों की तमाम हदीस कहा से मिल रही है जो है ही नहीं आपने भी सुनी होगी ग्रुप में सबने सुनी होगी कि हम बड़े जहाद की तरफ जा रहे हैं कब हुआ था गजब तबूक से वापसी पे बल्कि गजबा एजाब का भी नाम लगाया हुआ है हम बड़े जहाद की तरफ जा रहे हैं कैसे जब वापस आ रहे थे मेरी ना कि हम जहाद बिन नफ्स की तरफ आ रहे देखें जरा इस हदीस की सेहत आपको पता चल जाए और वो ये कौन से उलमा कराम जैसी बात करते हैं पता कौन है जो कॉलेज में भी डरपोक थे स्कूल में भी डरपोक थे मदरसे में भी डरपोक थे कभी भी लड़ाई होती थी पीछे भाग जाते थे ये वो लड़का था जो क्लास फेलो उसके एन उस वक्त गायब होता था जब कोई लड़ाई होने लगती थी क्यों बड़े होके ऐसी आयती सुनाता है ये ऐसी रीसे बनाता है कि बस ये नहीं नहीं अला इस्लाम में कुछ नहीं क्योंकि अपनी इज्जत नफ्स को दुनिया में प्रोजेक्ट करना हमारी मशीन का काम है तो जिसकी करीब डेवलप नहीं उसको क्या इस्लाम समझ आना उसको कुरान पाक की बोले आयतें नजर ही नहीं आती उनके और और मतलब निकाल रहा होता है आप अब आपके सामने तस्वीरें आएंगी उन बोलियों की भी जो जो कि जान के अचानक कुछ आयतें मिस कर देते हैं तलावत भी कर रहे होते हैं ना तब लेक्चर में भी अचानक दो तीन आयतें मिस हो रहती है कुरान पाक की उस सूरत में आप सोचते हैं ये क्या हुआ मेरे कुरान में तो दो तीन आयतें लिखी हुई जगह जहां पर आपने स्किप कर दिया मैंने अभी इमरान खान कश्मीर गया हुआ था ये जो मुझे नहीं पता कितना अरसा पहले की बात है जो लास्ट टाइम कश्मीर असम्बली में इसने एक ही दफा गया होगा तो उसमें कारी साहब ने ना वाली वीडियो यूट्यूब पे कारी साहब तलावत शुरू कर रहे हैं कुरान पाक की ऑल ओवर सब हम देख रहे हैं हम मैं भी टीवी पे देख रहा था कारी साहब ने कुरान पाक शुरू किया तलावत अचानक उसने सूरत मिस्क वो आयत रोकी अगली सूरत में गया वहां से दो आयतें पकड़ के वहां से फिट कर दी एक ही फ्लो में सूर्य निशा की आयतें शुरू की उसने सूर्य निशा की आयतों के बाद सूर्य मायदा की दो आयतें ली और साथ ही एक ही फ्लो में फिट कर दी जैसे कि ये इजाजत है चलो ठीक है आप आप किरात कर रहे हैं ठीक है ओपनिंग सेरेमनी में अल्लाह का नाम ले रहे और मगर हुआ क्या था कारी साहब को शायद बताया गया था या वो हुडर गया था कि अगली आयतें दो जहाद की मैं असम्बली में कैसे सुना दू और तू कश्मीरी एटलीस्ट तू तो सुना दे तू तो कश्मीरी है तू तो कह ही रहा है कि यार पाकिस्तानी आओ ना हमें जरा सपोर्ट करो यहाँ पे तो तुझे सुनानी चाहिए मगर नहीं इस लेवल पे लेवल पे ये वही है ना स्कूल में नहीं डरपोक बच्चे होते जो कॉलेज में भी डरपोक होते हैं कभी भी नहीं पाए जाते उस जगह पे जब दोस्त को जरूरत होती है ये जब बड़े होकर मौलवी बसते तो ये कुरान पाक में ऐसी कहानियां करते एवरीबडी डज दैट एवरी वन गोरे भी यही करते हैं स्कैंडिनेविया का गोरा भी डरपोक होता है वो जान के वो वाले ड्रामे और फिल्में बच्चों को नहीं दिखा रहा होता कि वो कहते नहीं नहीं वो वाली फिल्मों में भी डर लगता है और बच्चे भी इसी तरीके से अपने जैसे कर रहा होता है आई एम जस्ट टेलिंग यू हाउ ह्यूमन साइकोलॉजी वर्क दैट्स हाउ how how generations are built and photocopies are done and this is why buzdil ka bachcha buzdil ye maine to nahi likha na ashwak ahmed sahab ne kaha hai na darbok ka bachcha darbok hi niklega aur hum bhi isi science ko jante hain allah taala ne bhi yahi bataya hua hai ke aur nabi salam ne bhi kaha meri nahj pe ek bete ko ya do betiyon ko balik karna meri nahj pe ho kya nahj hai nabi salam ki sochen se ho kya nahj hai प्रॉब्लम so, बहुत आसान है हम सबको पता है सोल्यूशन भी हम सबको नजर आ रहा है जान के आप सोचे इमरान खान नवाज शरीफ जरदारी की चलती अगर कौम बहादुर होती एक दिन भी रहते इनमें से कोई अगर कौम बहादुर होती ना हमारा लिबरल बहादुर है ना मोलवी बहादुर है ना लेफ्ट वाले ना राइट वाले पूरी कौम पूरी की पूरी पूरी कौम को किसी ने ऐसा कोई 
आई थिंक उन्नीस में जब हम बॉर्डर क्रॉस कर रहे थे तो रास्ते में पोलियो के टीके नहीं होते वो जो कतरे होते हैं बुजली के इंजेक्शन पिलाए जा रहे थे सबको पाकिस्तान जा रहे आज हो जाओ जी सब एक एक कतरा पियो पहुंचो इधर इसके बाद तुम्हारे साथ जो होने लगे उसके लिए उसके लिए खास किस्म की बुजली की जरूरत है वरना खुदकुशियां कर लोगे अपनी गैरत में आके गैरत निकालो उसके अंदर से खब गैरत निकाल दो और सब इधर आए और उन्होंने वयूब खान बनाया फिर उन्होंने जाहिया खान बनाया उन्होंने फिर इमरान खान सब बनाए मगर मुसलमान नहीं बनाया बस ये एक कहानी एक परसेंट भी बहादुर निकल आए ना स्पेशली खुदा का वास्ता है औरत बहादुर निकल आई जिस कौम की औरतें बहादुर ना आपकी फ्रेंच रेवोल्यूशन पढ़े जरा लड़कियां करके आनी थी फ्रांस के लिए पढ़े जरा यूरोपियन नॉन मुस्लिम गैरत हर इंसान में लाने डाली हुई है हम इस्लाम समेत कुरान समेत यू नो गैरत फ्री हो गए गैरत फ्री कौम यू नो वो बगैर कुरान के गैरत प्रैक्टिस करने वाली कौमें दुनिया के हर खत्े से निकल अफ्रीका से निकली हैं हफ्सियों ने गैरत के मारे उड़ा के रख दिया दुनिया साउथ अफ्रीका के यहां पे हम बैठे हैं जी वो यू नो जस्टिफाई करेंगे कुरान पाक से भी ऐसे तो नहीं होगा ना काम थोड़ा सा तो थोड़ा सा सच अपने आप से बोले छोड़े हम डर पोके किसी और से ना बोले बहुत डर लगता है कोई मार देगा आके किसी और से अपने आप से तो बोले उसमें कौन मारेगा आपको बिस्तर में लेट के अपने आप तकिए छुप के अपने आप सच बोल लें उसमें तो नहीं कोई कोई आगे कत्ल कर देगा ना आपको सो इट्स अ प्रॉब्लम ओनली आई कैन सॉल्व फॉर माई सेल्फ एंड माई किड्स यू कैन सॉल्व फॉर यू एंड यूर किड्स ओके उम्मीद और खौफ का आई एम श्योर आपने भी सुना होगा की अगर आज अल्लाह तलान करेंगे की सबके सब जन्नत में जाएंगे और सिर्फ एक बंदा दोजक में जाएगा तो मुझे खौफ है की वो बंदा मैं ना हो और अगर सब दोजक में जाएंगे और एक बंदा जन्नत में जाएगा तो मुझे उम्मीद है की अल्लाह से के वो एक बंदा मैं हूँ तो ये क्या नाम है विद रिगार्ड्स टू एनीथिंग डेट यू डू तो ये आइडियल ऑपरेटिंग साइकोलॉजी कहला सकती है क्योंकि जो भी हम काम करते हैं उसमें हम पॉजिटिव भी हमें पूरा होना चाहिए और खौफ भी इस चीज़ का होना चाहिए कि मतलब खौफ और उम्मीद को दोनों को साथ लेके चलना चाहिए बहुत ज्यादा खताब ने और सुने 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 इस एंगल से गलत गलत एंगल से पकड़े आप ये एंगल कैसे पूरा करेंगे आप क्या के मैं कुछ भी करूंगा मैं जन्म में चल जाऊंगा और मैं कुछ भी करूंगा तो मैं दोजक में ही जाऊंगा ये दोनों आपस में डिस्टेंस नहीं क्रिएट कर रहे आपके सामने ये कैसे मान लिया आपने और सामने तुम्हारे क्या क्या रहे हैं अरबी पढ़ेंगे तो समझ आ जाएगी कि मेरे अमाल में कोताही रहेगी रहेगी सो मैं कुछ भी कर लू मैं दोजक में जाने के पूरा का पूरा मजाज हूं ठीक है क्योंकि मेरे अमल में वो परफेक्शन नहीं आ सकती परफेक्शन किस में अल्लाह में तो अल्लाह जब अपनी एक सिफत किसी एक सिफत के ऊपर जो कि प्रिवेलेंट सिफत है रहीमियत पे आएगा तो मेरी इम्परफेक्शन को माफ कर देगा ये है कंप्लीट मतलब इस पूरी दुआ का जो कि हजरत उमर ने बार हा बताया कि अगर एक भी बंदा बच रहा हुआ तो अल्लाह इतना रहीम है कि मुझ जैसा इम्परफेक्ट बंदा भी बच जाएगा यह तो मेरे मुखत्ताब कह रहे हैं और हमारी एरोगेंस देखें हम अपने आप को कहाँ कहाँ पे क्या क्या सवाब हाजी साहब समझते हैं अलहाज मोहम्मद तारिक साहब आए हुए जी ठीक है ये अलहाज ये हमारे वो हैं और उमर खत्ता कह रहे हैं कि अगर कोई एक बंदा भी पकड़ा गया जो अपनी कोताही तो मुझे डर है मैं ही पकड़ा जाऊंगा क्योंकि मैं हूं ही इम्परफेक्ट अल्लाह ताला की हस्ती की इंसान की अल्लाह ताला की हस्ती की बड़ाई की इंसान की हस्ती की, की कमजोरी और लाचारी की कंपेरिजन ड्रॉ कर रहे हैं तो उमर खत्ता 
ये ये दो हस्तियों का कंपेरिजन है ये एक ही हस्ती के अंदर दो पर अलग फलसफे नहीं आ रहे कि पकड़ा गया तो फिर मैं पकड़ा जाऊंगा बच गया तो मैं बच जाऊंगा ह्यूमन साइकोलॉजी वर्क लाइक दिस की उम्मीद भी रखें और खौफ भी रखें ये वाला जुमला मैं बचपन सुनता आ रहा हूँ तुम्हारे बारे में कि मुझे उम्मीद भी और मुझे खौफ भी है या ओके अच्छा एक्चुअली किसी को समझ आ रही है तो समझ आ जाए किसी भी सोचने वाले दिमाग को ये समझ नहीं आती कि अच्छा अगर उम्मीद रखी है तो फिर डर किस बात का सवाल है हजाज बिन यूसुफ मर रहा है सरहाने पे कौन बैठा है इमाम जाफर सादिक हजाज बिन यूसुफ कहता है कि तुझे पता ही है कि मैंने क्या किया है तुझे पता ही है मैंने क्या किया है तो फिर भी मेरे लिए दुआ कर इमाम जाफर सादिक खामोश है इमाम जाफर सादिक को तो पता था ना कौन मर रहा है तो क्या करते हो तो इमाम जाफर सादी को कहता है लास्ट कोटेशन आज टेस्ट है अल्लाह की रहीमियत मैं देखूंगा कि अल्लाह की रहीमियत अगर मुझ जैसे को भी माफ कर दे तो ठीक है मेरी मौत पे मेरी मौत उस उम्मीद पे हो रही है कि अल्लाह की रहीमियत से तो नहीं मैंने बड़े गुनाह कर दिए अल्लाह के माफ करने की कैपेसिटी से तो मेरे गुनाह की कैपेसिटी ज्यादा नहीं थी ना तो इमाम जाफर साहिब ने कहा कि वो ये जुमला बोले गया कि अब मैं आपको बता रहा हूँ ये बच जाएगा ये बच जाएगा जो जुमला ये बोल गए दुआ मांगे है ये बच जाएगा सो so, इस चीज को गौर से समझें ये अरे लैंग्वेज की कितनी ताकत है कि उनके दिमाग खोल देती है हम उर्दू में ट्रांसलेट करते हैं तो उम्र की इतनी सिंपल और इतनी सुपीरियर साइकोलॉजी क्यों हम पास कर देते हैं कंफ्यूजिंग ठीक है कि अल्लाह तला से उम्मीद खत्ताब कहते हैं कि मुझ जैसा गुनागार भी अल्लाह तला की उम्मीद से मुझे उम्मीद यह है कि मेरे तमाम तरह इम्परफेक्शन के बावजूद मैं माफ हो जाऊँ बस यहाँ तक मतलब रखे इसका ठीक है मैं आपको एक और बात बताऊ कि इसमें ना एक चीज और मैं आपको बता दू ये जो पाकिस्तान में एक और दुआ का कॉन्सेप्ट है ये जाते जाते मैं बता दू ये बहुत सुन रहा हूँ मैं दुआ ऐसे करे या अगर मेरे हक में बेहतर है तो ये प्लीज दे दे मुझे और अल्लाह पे कंडीशन क्यों डाल रहे दुआ मांग तो खुल के मांग या दे मुझे अगर हक में बेहतर अल्लाह ही तो है जो हक में बेहतर करता है अल्लाह तला को कुछ है अल्लाह तला पहले चेक करते चेक करें इसकी हक में बेहतर है कि नहीं अल्लाह ही ने तो बताया बेहतर और हक बुरा हक बुरा और बेहतर क्या है अल्लाह चेंज कर देंगे उसको कौन से रब को मानते हैं आप आप हर दुआ में इस्तारे कर रहे होते हैं कि अल्लाह मुझे अगर ये इस्तारे की दुआ है बैठे बैठे इस्तारे करें तो दुआ किसने करें आप किसी मामले की तरफ जा रहे हो तो इस्तारा करें खुल के इस्तारा करें फिर पाकिस्तान में दुआ मांगने में भी हमें ना एक कंडीशनल रखा हुआ कि अल्लाह तला को भी बाउंड करेंगे पूरी तरीके से दुआ मांगा करें अल्लाह मुझे चाहिए और मेरे हक में बेहतर करें इसको देन अगर देख ले जरा अगर मेरे हक में बेहतर है तो मुझे दे दे अल्लाह का कोई बॉस है जो चेक करके बताएंगे अल्लाह ताला उसने बिल्ला दुआ तो खुल के मांगे एटलीस्ट अल्लाह से दुआ मांग रहे हैं आप जो चीज चाहिए अल्लाह से मांगेंगे अल्लाह मुझे दे मुझे चाहिए और अगर अगर मेरे हक में बेहतर नहीं है तो कर दे ठीक <laughs> है ये दुआ दुआ को तो पूरे हक के साथ मांगे ये दुआ का हक है जो मांग से रहे जो कि हर चीज पे कादिर है हर चीज पे हर चीज पे कादर है तो अगर किसी लगा दिया आपने ओके सो आई एम टेलिंग यू ये मेरे जेन में आपकी इस बात की वजह से आ गया पूरे पक्के दिल से दुआ मांग करें कि मैं मांगे उससे रहूं जिसने हर चीज कर देनी है ठीक है मेरे प्यार में खाली अल्लाह को मेरे में प्यार आ जाने इस दुआ का और कर देना बस सो so, जी मैं पढ़ रहा हूं मुझे बाबा एक मैसेज आ रहा है आईएमएस के लीडर की क्वालिफिकेशन क्या है आईएमएस में कोई लीडर नहीं है कोई फॉलोअर नहीं है कोई बॉस नहीं है कोई सपोर्डिनेट नहीं है मुसलमानों का ग्रुप इकट्ठा हुआ है कोई हरारकी और चेन ऑफ कमांड ऐसी नहीं है फैसिलिटेटर्स हैं सारे आपने अगर फैसिलिटेटर बनना है तो बन जाए फिर जिम्मेदारी ले आके फुल टाइम काम है ये क्वालिफिकेशन समझ लीजिए फुल टाइम काम है आपने 
करना है टीम लीडर के ऊपर जो कैप्टन है वो फुल टाइम काम करेंगे वो आपको बार बार फेसिलिटेट कर रहे होंगे हर चीज में सर्विस सर्विस करेंगे वो आपकी ओके सर्वेंट लीडरशिप है ना वो आपके हेल्पर्स हैं हर वक्त आपकी सर्विस के लिए हाजिर उन्होंने कमिटमेंट की है नहीं करे हमें बताइएगा हम चेंज कर देंगे आप आ जाइएगा दूसरा क्वालिफिकेशन क्या है कैप्टन का कि पहला हजार उन्होंने बनाना है पहला अपने हजारा क्लस्टर उन्होंने बनाना है लोगों को कैसे बनवाएंगे अगर अपना नहीं बना सक रहे वो कैप्टन को कोई मराहत तो नहीं हासिल होती इस्लाम का ग्रुप बनाया हमने इस्लाम का मिशन चला रहे किसी को कोई मराहत नहीं ओके आई होप एवरीबडी गेस दिस क्वेश्चन मैं अगली मीटिंग कर रहा हूँ इनशाला अगले इसी वीक में दो मीटिंग स्केड्यूल्ड है एक मेरी आई एम एस कैप्टन के साथ है और एक टीम लीडर के साथ मीटिंग है मैं आपको बताता हूँ साथ साथ क्या क्या स्टेप्स करनी है आपने ट्विटर हैंडल्स बना लें और क्लब हाउस के ऊपर आई एम एस का जो हमने वो पेज बनाया वो जो आपको दिया उसमें लॉग इन कर लें ये दो ही काम बताए आज हमने इस वीक के अगर आपके ट्विटर हैंडल्स पूरे नहीं हो रहे तो उसका मतलब है आपसे एक ट्विटर का हैंडल नहीं बन रहा क्योंकि उसमें हमने ट्विटर स्पेस कम्युनिकेट करना है क्लब हाउस के अंदर क्लोज ग्रुप मीटिंग होती है ना उसमें वो करनी है क्लब क्लोज का मतलब होता है आ तो सारे ही सकते हैं मगर हमें मेजर तो बस चलेगा कितने बंदे आए हुए इन दोनों एप्लीकेशन के अलावा कोई तीसरी एप्लीकेशन है नहीं जिसमें हम मॉनिटर कर सकेंगे सब आए भी हैं कि नहीं ओके ट्विटर का हैंडल आपका अपना बना हुआ हो और क्लब हाउस पे आपने वो फिलोसफी ऑफ इस्लाम का पेज के अंदर ग्रुप के अंदर आगे हुए हो आप हमें पता चल जाएगा कि आप मौजूद हैं ठीक है अपने अपने टीम लीडर्स में आपके टीम लीडर्स को बता रहा हूँ आपको कैप्टन की लिस्ट आ गई होगी आई होप नहीं आई तो कल सुबह आप भेज देते हैं ताकि आपको पता वही लोग आपके ग्रुप में अपने व्हाट्सएप ग्रुप में ऐड करने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं वही आपको उसके अलावा किसी को इजाजत नहीं आपको ऐड करने की ओके आप क्लब हाउस पे जाएं और वो लास्ट सेशन कल रात को कल सुबह चार बजे तक चलाए तीन बजे तक चलाए वो अटेंड करें प्लीज ओके थैंक यू सो मच उसमें दो तीन स्टेप्स हमने बता दिए आगे असल वरहमत लाला वरक